Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. This week, as always, I'm your host, Debbie Krillitis. Thank you for joining us. Um, it's a pleasure every week to gather together to inspire, encourage, and educate each other in our journey through motherhood. We believe that liberty begins at home and that you, Mama, you are raising the next generation of patriots. And what an incredible blessing that is for all of us as moms. So right at the top, I always want to invite everyone to sign up for our mom memo by visiting our website at momsforamerica.us. This is how we stay connected. Every week you would get the mom memo. We'll let you know all about our different resources, activities, podcasts, cottage meetings, Healing of America, all the great stuff we do, Mom Force, um, all the great things we do and we provide. So that's how you will find out about us. Um, of course, subscribe, like, uh, we're on YouTube, we're on Rumble. We've just been added to the Charisma Podcast Network. So we're, we're making it around here and encouraging moms every, every day, I, hopefully, when someone's listening to our weekly podcast. Uh, let me talk about a great subject today. So um, every week, right, we have these great moms on that have a story that's amazing. And I guess I want to just kind of say in the front end, some people might say, well, I'm not going to be the person that writes a book. I'm not the person that's going to run for office. I'm not the person that's going to discover this or that. But you know what? You are. Every day you are doing something amazing within the four walls of your home. And every day God is calling you to greatness. So who knows what God has for us? And I just believe that when we hear from different moms and what they're doing, it kind of is does something within us that, yes, I can do great things too. So when God calls you to do those things, we rise up and we say yes. So we all know that the world is strategically targeting our kids, right? With their secular woke propaganda. Mm -hmm. As moms, we have to guard our children against these incredibly empty messages and be really our children's greatest teacher. Today, um, a daily, we have to let our children know that they are special that they're valuable, that they're made for a purpose, and that their life is precious, and so is everyone else's life. So that brings us to today's podcast uh, subject. How do we as mamas raise pro-life kids in a world that preaches literally the complete opposite? Mm -hmm. Our special guest today is going to help us look at how to share the message of and, and even how to message of, of life with our kids and even how to approach the tough topic of abortion with our children. So this is going to be a great podcast. Um, when I heard about this book, when I heard about Bethany, I was just thrilled to have her on the podcast because this is what we're doing as moms, right? Yes. We're teaching our children the most important principles that they will ever learn in their life. And literally, we have to be teaching them life is precious. Today's guest is Bethany Baumberger. She is a pro-life mama of four and the author of an adorable illustrated children's book that I was just mentioning called Pro-Life Kids. Bethany is also the co-founder and executive director of the Radiance Foundation, which is an amazing life-affirming organization. So I want to just welcome Bethany to the Moms for America podcast. Welcome, Bethany. Hey, I'm so glad to be with you. It's so fun to be with moms who I feel like I'm with my people. I speak yeah. to lots of different people, but when it comes to the mom crew, there's, there's nothing quite like somebody who feels uh, the heart of a mama. It's so true. Well, I want to know, can I call you Miss Bethany? Like you tell the kids that they can call you Miss Bethany. I watched the greatest video of you kind of reading your book to the kids and you said, and you can call me Miss Bethany. So I want to call you Miss Bethany too. 
You're welcome to call me Miss Bethany. I'll answer to whatever you call me. I'm just ha- I'm happy to be here. Happy to be hanging out. It's wonderful. So let's tell us a little bit about your family, Bethany. Um, sure. You've got God has brought some just a beautiful um, a beautiful family together. It's very diverse. Tell us a little bit about it. You, I can't Absolutely. wait to hear about it. Absolutely. So my best friend is my hubby, Ryan. Ryan and I um, co-founded the Radiance Foundation. So the, a lot of the work that we do really comes out of the work that over time, the Lord just walked us into doing together. I have four kiddos, as you've mentioned, mm-hmm. two biological, two adopted we walk through a step parent adoption. We also walk through an adoption from birth, a private adoption. I adore my kiddos. My oldest daughter is um, Haley Radiance. And that's actually where the name of our organization came. And she's 17. And then I have Makai, who just turned 14, and my Aaliyah, who turned 13, and Justice, who's 11. And so um, we just are a very busy crew and it's really a big goal of mine uh, is to not just talk about hard issues which of course as we talk more about today's podcast you'll you'll see that what we do at the radiance foundation is tackle the very difficult issues that uh, are much easier to stay silent on but we want to say let's Mm -hmm. not stay silent let's let's know what the lord says and let's be his mouthpiece but i will tell you as a mom It is my heart that within the four walls of my home, that what Ryan and I are speaking to outside of these four walls is actually happening on the inside. So I take my role as a mama seriously, and it really comes above all the other roles the Lord has allowed me to walk in as far as when I talk about, you know, executive director or children's book author, what does that matter? It's what matters in my heart is, are my kids serving the Lord? Um, I being able to support them the best that I can. And is our family unit strong? So that's a little about the inside scoop. Isn't that the truth? I mean, it really is. You, you feel like God has given you the, the greatest treasures and you will do all that you can to make them build them shape them and yeah. mold them. So thank you. I'm just really excited because I think this book is going to be a great resource for moms. Moms are always looking for resources, right? Because mm-hmm. we're the teachers. We're right. always trying to figure out how to handle this, how to show this, how to illustrate, how to teach, mm-hmm. how to prove, how to, you know, so how did this pro-life kids book come about and why mm-hmm. was it so per- important to you personally? Cause you have a great right. story. There, there's, there's so many reasons why, and it's so beautiful because God takes every moment of our life and he uses it for his glory if we let him. So when I think about all of the things that led to even just the publishing of this book, it's just miracle upon miracle upon miracle. Now, Ryan and I run the Radiance Foundation. It's our 13th year. And like I said, our heart is to illuminate that every life has purpose. So we educate about a myriad of social issues in the Mm -hmm. context of God-given purpose. And as we've been doing that, my husband uh, publicly shares his personal journey, and he was conceived in rape, and his birth mama was so courageous, and she gave him the gift of life, and she gave him the gift of adoption. When Ryan and I, yeah, got married, um, 
we knew that our hearts were open to carry on this legacy of adoption. And so as we've had our own family and as we've grown our family, we talk about the issues that are really very present and real to us. And so I feel like with children that have walked through adoption, we could pretend it didn't happen or we can talk about it. And so we've been very vocal about coming alongside of women who are choosing life and even women who Mm -hmm. might be questioning what they want, you know, but our heart is that women would really embrace the life affirming options of parenting and adoption. And so as a mama, but also as a teacher, just side note, I taught in the public schools for a decade and a half, and I taught in private schools. And now I've been a homeschool mama for, I can't believe, 17 years. Wow. But Wonderful. I deeply believe that we can empower our children from very young ages to know what they believe and to stand yes. up for what is right and what is good. And kids want yes. to know the truth. They I do. really believe that. And I think mm-hmm. they're, they're much more intuitive than we, uh, you know, give them credit than we give them, you know? Yes. So, so you said it's time for me to write a book. I've got to have something yes. that I can share and that yeah. others can, can read in their home. And the fact that you were a teacher, obviously you did such a cute job on in that video I'm talking about with the kids. I mean, you know, the importance of reading, mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And how many really hard topics you can touch on when you put it in a book and it comes alive. One day I was with my family and we were just doing our morning family meeting and I had been up early before them and the Lord had sort of given me the text for the book. It came out in poetry. And as a teacher, that's how I think. And so it wasn't foreign for me to say, okay, what, what, how are we going to talk about this really difficult issue? And after I read it out loud, we all kind of sat there. My husband said, I think that might be a really great book, but my heart is that we would eliminate the fear that comes from talking about hard things and replace it with a confidence that comes when you have the correct tools. Yes. And I, yeah, I have friends who, you know, they're like, Hey, I'm pro-life, but I still haven't talked to my 13 year old about what that really means because I don't really want to talk about abortion and everything graphic. And I'm thinking Mm -hmm. our kids are being targeted in preschool. We have to get rid of that fear. We do. And and we do, we right. And I know exactly what you're saying. This is a question a little bit later. There's going to talk about, we do as moms, we actually just want to shelter our kids. We don't want to talk about um, hard things because we feel like, oh my gosh, this is going to crush their heart, but we have to, because they're, they're collecting their worldview perspective, whether we want them to or not, they are, and everything is influencing them. And I think we have to just be so aggressive. We have to be on the front line of our home and in our teaching. So that's why this is so important. And, And yes, I've had moms tell me too. I can't tell, talk to my kids about abortion. I remember when I talked to my son about this and he looked at me um, and he said, I just, I can't believe mm-hmm. that mom. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it is a very hard discussion to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so your core message in the book is that every life has purpose mm-hmm. and that every human life has equal worth. That's mm-hmm. the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're building your book on. Mm-hmm. What are some of the ways you do that in the book? Uh, tell the moms. Right. So I think sometimes we make it harder than we, that it needs to be. 
we as moms are naturally teaching our children to share and to be kind and to be kind to kids on the playground. And so sometimes when we say, oh, I have to teach my kid a pro-life worldview, we feel like it's this astronomical out of the you know solar system. I have to pull up graphs and charts. And really it starts with that foundation that every human life has intrinsic value, irreplaceable value, unique value. And it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter your gender, your nationality, or your personality. What matters is that you understand that you're human and that's enough to know that yes. you're worth it. Well, once you lay that foundation, it's age appropriately very um, easy to then begin talk about what happens when other people, when human beings, this is how I explained to my kids when they were really young, especially when one group of humans thinks that another group of human beings are not human, it never turns out well. Right. And we can look through history and we can look at slavery. We can look at Nazi Germany and we see how things turned out. But right. understanding the concept that abortion dehumanizes unborn humans. And it, it, doesn't, it doesn't allow you to um, embrace the reality that unborn human lives are just as special. They might be younger. They mm -hmm. might be at a, you know, they might be right. smaller size, but we're certainly not going to, kill our short child just because they're short, just because right. they're at a different level of development. And so- And that's, and that is yeah, one of the, I, I remember in the book that you said um, something like today, many people think that babies in the womb aren't yeah. people too. Yeah. And that really is a very, I mean, good way of discussing this. Some, you know, some people just don't believe that and they don't believe that other very you know other variations of life are precious as well so I like the approach that you do with them and it's very um it's very natural I felt like the book was very natural good and, and that's my heart and like we mentioned a little bit earlier children are naturally pro-life we have to sit with a child and and explain that dismemberment is okay and you know when we're trying to normalize abortion because it doesn't come natural but mm -hmm. what comes natural is that we care about other people, we understand others' humanity, and it is important for us to understand the humanity of every human life. And there are people who don't understand that. And I think it also gives moms the leeway to take the discussion further if their child's a little bit older or keep it very simple when their child is a little bit younger or maybe not as inquisitive. I've read this book with um, my middle schooler. I've read it to high schoolers. And I, you know, I taught for years. I taught elementary school. I taught middle school. I can't tell you how many times I'd bring a picture book into my middle school class just because it's a great way to bridge a gap and to bring up something and to disarm people and be yeah. like, okay, let's talk about this. And it doesn't have to be um, the reality of abortion is very sobering and very mm -hmm. important. But when we understand that with intentionality, we can be age appropriate, then we gain ground. Then we build children who have a pro-life worldview. And I'll tell you what, when Ryan and I are on college campuses and we're talking to um folks who say to us, Hey, my mom and dad are pro-life. I used to be, but now I know better. You know, it's like this foreign thing to them. I'm saying, Hey, if we start when we're, they're young, it becomes part of their DNA. 
Sure does. And when they learn about the reality of this human rights issue of our day, their their minds and their souls will not um, will not excuse abortion, and and it's mm-hmm. a great that's right it's a great jump off. If your mm-hmm. kid wants to talk more about it, then go deeper. You know, there's and some it, kids that they, they had, can uh, handle more. Right, and I, I do remember too that when I was pregnant with my third child. Um, and my older two obviously were captivated by the whole, you got a baby in your tummy, mom. Yeah. And I think too, we take those moments to just affirm the miracle that is happening. Mm-hmm. So life mm-hmm. is, we can always be affirming life through so many different ways that when we start introducing books and tough topics like abortion mm-hmm. and this, you know, what's happening in our culture, the kids remember, I remember mom, you know, Dylan's. Mm-hmm thumping in your belly and they they Mm -hmm. know that that was a precious miracle i I know that all of us know that life is precious no matter what crisis situation and why abortions happen but we just have to be um like you said more intentional i mean i love in the book you even have some kind of cheers and i mean tell us about some of the things that are just you, you walk away with this sense of like wow i'm special God made me, I have a purpose and, and I'm valued. So good. Well, we know that we are Christ's ambassadors. And so it's always helpful when, um, children from a young age know that and can take ownership over their own voice and understand that they don't have to be, I don't know, the leader of a movement, or they don't have to be on TV in order to be, to have a voice and to speak life into other people. So my entire um, motivation and desire for this book is that children would see reflections of themselves. Now, Ed Keller was my illustrator, awesome miracle story. God brought us together. And I said, Ed, you're so talented. And this is an interesting book because it's not character centric. It's concept centric. And I want kiddos to open up this book and somehow in something, see a reflection of of themselves. Because I want to marry the whole idea of pro-life viewpoint. That's something that we believe in our heart and our soul and, Mm -hmm. and our head. Um, and, when children especially feel a sense of ownership, mm-hmm. then it takes, you know, that it's harder to even keep them quiet. We almost have to be like, okay, you know, when my kiddos, as they've grown up and we have, you know, all the, the t-shirts and we sell pro-life kids gear and we have the other things that we sell that talk about end abortion now and things that are a little bit more, um, have been specific to different events. And I you know what, go be, ahead. Yeah. since you're talking about that, would you go ahead and give your website out? Oh, sure. Yeah. I guess I should be doing that. Prolifekids.org. Prolifekids.com is where you'll find specifically everything about the Pro-Life Kids Initiative. If you're looking for our bigger umbrella organization, it is the Radiance Foundation, and you can find us at radiance.life. And uh, one of the things we have there is the store so that folks can wear these t-shirts and um, very easily communicate some messaging. And I just remember my kids being willing to wear really bold shirts because it was black and white. Of course, we should end abortion now when yeah. I would be like, well, maybe you should put a sweatshirt on, you know, <laughs> and when children understand at a heart level God's heart for these issues, it rings true for them. They take ownership over it. And it's a natural outflow is that then be they they're pro-life. 
I want to mention too, the book, we talked about the illustrator. I mean, there's all shapes and colors. There's yeah. uh, all the kids are, are different. It's a great community of kids yeah. in, in the book. Right. And that's what you're saying that everybody can probably see a little picture of yes. today's society, you know, today's kids. Right. We even have some pictures of, you know, the elderly folk and babies. And that was all really intentional because it, it doesn't matter. Like this one right here. I just, I'll hold this one up. It says, it doesn't matter your size or your age. You have equal value, whatever the stage. Yes. Because so it's, the, it's the big picture yes. and a pro-life worldview means that we understand the value in unborn human life, but it also means we understand the value in older folks too. And we even find value in other children that might believe different than we do. Um, the pro-life worldview really says we understand that we don't have to love every human doing, but mm. we have to love every human being. Well said. And those are well two said. different things. That sure is. Do you see a, a shift in the culture for life coming? I mean, as moms, we want to be a part of that shift. Yes. What are you seeing? Because you're kind of in this world of trying to change the culture specifically. <sighs> I just love when you use the word shift because I really believe that's what we're capable of doing. And that's what we're doing. That's what us moms are doing. We're allowing there to be a shift in the culture, whether the media shows it or not. Mm -hmm. We are understanding that our children, honestly, when I think about my childhood, I think about how sheltered and innocent I was for so long. And we're watching as social media and just the exponential reach of, of those that have a different agenda, they're getting to our kiddos at I'm younger sure. and younger ages. And so we're realizing that, oh my goodness, maybe I thought I should parent the way I was parented, but this isn't working. Some things yeah. work, some things don't, but it's a good shake. Right, and the culture is so different now. It's so aggressive. The difference between my 24 year old and my 17 year old. Right. I, you know, you, you, know, you see yes. the difference too. And my 21, I mean, it's just, even they'll say, I don't know if I could have survived middle school right now. Right. <laughs> you right. Know, it's, it's, it's just, oh, yeah. so, it, it's just incredible. Um, the pressure, the, the messaging, the, the Disney, propaganda. Nickelodeon. I mean, everything is infiltrated with homosexuality, with erasing women, with emasculating men. You can't even sit and watch what we used to think were innocent kids programs uh, without having to engage in some sort of discussion because right. we don't want our kids to think that dysfunction is normal. <laughs> well said. And, and so this is why, again, we, we as moms have got to be teaching our kids the value of life, that pro-life worldview has got to be embedded in them because it changes everything. It really mm -hmm. does change the way that you, um, you will, I guess you, the way that you look at your future, mm -hmm. right? If we feel mm -hmm. like life is disposable mm -hmm. in general, life right. is going to be very difficult relationships. Yeah. Um, just really the whole future is very bleak. And it, and it really is a death message that the world keeps telling us mm -hmm. when we have all these celebrities saying, you know, um, I'm celebrating my abortion or, mm -hmm. you know, F, you know, all this incredible <laughs> profanity. And it's just, it is just, it's just horrific. So I'm so thankful for what you're doing. Um, let's talk a little bit about the pro-life alternatives to abortion with our kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of the ways that we can discuss that too. And in promoting, like you're saying, mm -hmm. you touch about this with your husband, we, we really want to talk about 
the fact mm-hmm. that adoption is such a beautiful option. It really is. And for so long, it was so taboo. And, you know, I honestly, growing up, when I think back, I grew up in public schools, mostly in New York, then in Connecticut. And I knew I had one friend I knew was adopted because either everybody else didn't talk about it it, or it just it just was really taboo. And our heart is flip the script. Listen, abortion is one of the two most loving parenting options. Either a parent can choose to parent or choose to place. And to choose to place a child for adoption is in my book, one of, is so incredibly courageous and such a beautiful, um, just illustration of what, you know, God does for us, for his adopted children. But there's been so long, even in Hollywood, think about it, like how every horror movie about orphans and the adopted kids, and there's just this overarching negativity that rests on the thought of abortion. And we want to flip the script because it's about allowing children to be in families where they can be loved, they can grow, and they can fulfill their life's purpose. And I'll tell you, as a mama, I might want to think that I own my children. (laughs) I say that in quotes because it's kind of heavy to say you own your children, but you know what? We're just here to help guide them and move them so that they fulfill their purpose. And that's what adoption does in the most beautiful way. It says, listen, here, here we are to give you your resources, our resources and help maybe, uh, help there to be possibility in areas there hadn't been before. But at the same time, I will tell you, my adopted son has changed my life. I'm a better person. And so even when you think about, um, oh, I could never adopt. Oh, what if the birth mom's involved? Women, we are strong. We can be stronger than circumstances and things that come our way. And we, I'll tell you what, if you've raised a biological kid and haven't had any issues, then I'd love for you to give me an email because even raising (laughs) biological kiddos, there is there's just always going to be mountains to climb. Of course. Of course. So we all I'm know passionate. that it's challenging yeah. being a mom. And if we don't, so whether life is full of challenging situations and day by day, moment by moment, we just are going to be overcoming them. And we're going to just, we're going to make yeah. it through this thing called parenting. So whether, yeah, you know? whether biological or adopted, we can That's do right. this we can. and we can help shift culture that way. Yeah. Love it. Again, let's say uh, pro-life kids, uh, where do yeah. they find that at again? Prolifekids.com. You could find us there. Um, the books are also on Amazon, but you can find us on prolifekids.com or radiance.life, which is easy, easy way to get to the Radiance Foundation, which is the umbrella organization. Yeah. Moms, you're going to love this pro-life kids. I mean, I think I'm going to be getting it for some Christmas presents because- mm. Um, I think this is what we need to do. I am thinking about this for my nieces and my nephews. You know what? And actually, Debbie, I'm going to send you whatever you want. Send me one and I'm going to do a giveaway with one yeah, of those. I've got some drawstring bags. We have oh, good. We have an activity book that um, we have an activity book. We have stickers. We have crayons. We have t-shirts. We have posters. We want kiddos to just feel like this is part of, um, this is part of who they are and it's fun. 
And it's, and it's Part positive. Yes. Yeah. Send me that. I'm going to do a giveaway. Um, when Great. We promote this on, on the podcast. So thank you okay. so much. And, and I know too, in the book, you close with like 10 mm-hmm. ways that you can show that you're pro-life. That's probably some of the things that you're actually talking about there, but we, it, not only do we read the book, not only do you talk about this, not only do we, to, do we, um, you know, solidify their little hearts and minds, but then we can, we're going to challenge them to kind of Act out, out and do something. And share and be the right. light. And because that's anything that is good and true, right? Yes. We need to be testifying to it. Right. We were created to be influencers. We're created to be in relationship with other people. We're yes. created to, I mean, we, I don't care how introverted we are or even how shy our kids are, we come in contact with other people. And so the reason that it's so important to understand, hey, this makes me a better person, but it makes me a better person because then I can love other people better. And so, yeah, at the end of the book, I said, here's 10 ways that you can show that you're pro-life and they're not even that difficult. Pray that abortion will end. Always be kind, help collect diapers um, and baby items for other mamas who are, who might, who might be in need. And there's some pages at the back of the book that have pictures of real pro-life kids and little stories that go with each of them, kind of talking about things that they've done. And then if they want, they could take this little pledge at the end and they can cut it out and hang it on their fridge and put their name on it. Because like I said, we're, we don't want them to just talk about it. We want them to be about it in their souls. We want them to naturally allow this to be part of their DNA and as they grow up, they're the ones who are going to just keep impacting the world with, uh, with this good news. It is good news. Bethany, thank you. I so appreciate you stopping by. I know our moms oh, are going to love you. this. We're going to have this as a great resource and um, God bless what you're doing. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we're cheering you on from over here too. We're so excited for all that you've done to really make waves. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Well, moms, I think you're going to just absolutely want to get uh, the Pro-Life Kids book and put that in your library at home. Um, Again, this is what we want to do. We want to encourage moms and provide resources and information that helps them address uh, tough topics. And this is a tough topic and it's a good topic. Life is a good topic. Abortion is a tough topic. But moms, we know that we have got to be handling this in our home, in our front, so we can help our kids understand really what life how precious life is. Um, So before we go, I also want to encourage all of our moms to check out the Cottage Meetings Project. Again, that is our showcase project. There's 12 inspiring lessons all on our website. You can sign up to be a part of a Cottage Meeting, America's History and Heritage, the Principles of Liberty, um, how to build a foundation of freedom in your family and in your community. Learn all about the Cottage Meetings on our website, momsforamerica.us. We also have a lot of other incredible resources there. Our website is just full. Uh, It's just a plethora of information. So um, thanks moms for joining us again. And just always love that you stop by and take a listen to our podcast, subscribe, share. Um, We want to be on this mission of uh, sharing great information. We believe that you mama, you are the heartbeat of your home. Keep teaching your kids that life is precious and that uh, this is gonna help us raise a pro-life generation. I just love that. We're glad you joined us. Let's keep changing our world one home at a time. God bless.